Welcome to episode 38 of Lost in Immersion, your weekly 45-minute stream about innovation. As we are an AR veterans, we will discuss the latest news of the immersive industry. Welcome back, guys. We were not there last week because, well, because. <laughs> so we are back and uh, please, Fabien, if you have something to say, say it now. Yeah, cool. Thanks. Um, so for me today, I will uh, go through uh, like a quick fire news about um, Metaverse virtual reality and uh, get your feedback on it. Uh, so let's start with uh, updates about the Vision Pro, some news and uh, some patents that uh, were released by Apple over the past few weeks. So we can maybe guess what they are up to for the next versions. Um, so first, the code name of the smaller device is uh, seems to be Alaska, and set to be released end of 2025. Uh, so that's quite a long road ahead. Uh, and I guess with as usually with uh, headsets tends to delay. So maybe to be 2026. Um, so maybe a time frame of two years between the Vision Pro and that uh, new device. Um, so um, another news, and I will switch to the patents, and we'll start uh, asking your feedback on a few things. So uh, the first one I caught my attention um, is Apple uh, released a patent to for a privacy cloak in VR. So if two people are close to each other, not in reality, but in VR, and they get uh, close to each other, the conversation will switch to a private uh, just uh, between the two of them um, and not heard by the, by the other person in the virtual room. Um, so first, I think it's a good it's a nice feature. Um, it's just that I don't really understand why they need a patent for that. Um, but uh, I'm curious to uh, you know what you think. Um, maybe uh, Seb, what do you think? Uh, yeah, it's interesting to put that in place. Uh, I don't know if any other uh, games or Metaverse uh, things do, does the same. Uh, I wonder if it, I guess it will be locked by the user because if someone else come closer to you than the other character you are talking to, you don't want the conversation to switch. So I guess there will be a user action to confirm you want to lock and uh, make that conversation private with that specific user. But yeah, that that's interesting, definitely. Yeah, yeah, I've I've seen that in uh, a co co-working cloud service uh, called Gather. Mm. Uh, it's kind of like a game UI, top top view game UI, and when you uh, when you go close to to, uh, to someone else, the the chat gets uh, private. But yeah, uh, indeed, like if someone else comes, then they can hear uh, the conversation. So. Um, yeah, that's uh, it. Depends on why, they, how they implement it, I guess. Mm. 
I think we lost Guillaume. Uh, I don't see it. Do you see him? No. No? Okay, maybe I could just keep going and see if it comes back. Um, the other one, uh, other patents that I found pretty interesting and I wonder uh, how they device that has some kind of um, uh, weight and uh, tension adjustment uh, depending on how the head moves um, so maybe they have in mind more like yeah moving uh, experiences uh, like I don't know fitness maybe or uh, experiences for work actually um, um, so uh, yeah, I don't know, uh, Seb, you have a lot of experience with uh, these devices and did you find like them moving would be um, a difficult experience or a disconcerting experience, I guess? Um, mostly what I found in uh, the best for the headset is when they are balanced correctly. Uh, and you have really a good balance between the, the headset that is in the front and weighs a lot. When you do some action, not enjoyable, although with their new lenses, packet lenses, it's less an issue than before. The Fresnel lenses, uh, we needed to be really right in front of them and then really fit them correctly. Now there is a bit of adjustment, the sweet spot is a bit larger, so that's a bit less of an issue. Uh, but, but still, uh, having something that fits correctly and doesn't move uh, is really better. I think the, the only headset that matched that uh, uh, perfectly is the, the beyond headset where you uh, 3d print your mask so it fits correctly your your head um, which is the kind of direction apple is going to also with the vision pro so uh, maybe they try yeah. to do something that uh, works for every faces and fits correctly every faces uh, without the need of printing something specific for you yeah yeah you're you're exactly on point because all the well all the like six or seven of the other patents are around uh fitting either on like uh, on the face or the lenses um like they have um uh, the uh, foveted display as well so it seems like uh, they are really focusing on um, ease of uh, usage and uh, comfort, something to have something comfortable to uh, to wear for a long time. Um, so we'll see how many of these features uh, make it to the to the next version. But it's uh, it's interesting to see. Um, uh, yeah, maybe Guillaume. I was uh, I was asking to Seb uh, Apple. Release the patent 
on a privacy cloak in VR. So like if two people get close to each other, uh, they, um, they can have a private conversation. Um, I wonder what do you think about that? Uh, if, you, if you think it's a, a useful uh, feature. Something like um, the, the Apple Air, when you can maybe, you know, transfer things to the per person close to you but there with the conversation. I'm not a Apple fan, so I am not a user of this kind of features. So I don't know if people are really using them or not. Uh, but yeah, when you are thinking of a global use of the Apple Vision Pro, I can, yeah, they are imagine, they are just thinking about how people will interact when everybody will have these kind of headsets uh, on an everyday basis, I guess. So it's very, uh, interesting to see that they are really willing to to aim at the global uh, use of this. So very interesting. Okay. Um, um, one one thing as well, just to finish on the Apple Vision uh, news is so the. Um, SDK for Unity is now available to everybody, is out of uh, private uh, uh, beta. Uh, and someone did a, a funny um, calculation of how much would it cost to uh, develop for Vision Pro with Unity. So you need the Vision Pro, you need a MacBook, uh, so, and you need the license for Unity. Uh, so it kind of adds up uh, quite, quite a lot. And you need, uh, if you want to uh, release, the app to have the Apple developer account as well. So uh, I think the total was around 8K uh, to uh, to develop and release apps for Unity, um, which is quite a lot. Um, uh, but I've, I guess one of the topic today later will be about price as well. So I can bookmark that for next conversation. Um, and switching to Meta now. Uh, uh, just to... just about the Apple. Yep. Uh, did you see the yeah. video that sh that is showing how you can calibrate your face? Uh, there was a, a video of this when you you just turn around the Apple Vision Pro towards you and is uh, scanning your face. So it's very simple procedure. Procedure. You just have to turn right and left, and apparently it can three D scan your face and put it on a three D. 3D mesh for you to have your uh, virtual representation. So just for you to know that this video is, I don't know if it's a leak or not, but it's you, you can see it. Uh, maybe I'll try to, to find it right now and uh, I'll show it to you while you are uh, talking about Meta. Cool, thanks. I'm curious to see, yeah. And, and uh, just, one thing, just one procedure. Uh,
uh, a feature that was enabled uh, just uh, last week is uh, location services on using the Android uh, location measure. So to me, it was a bit uh, interesting to see this kind of um, feature, uh, especially uh, Meta really advertising it. Um, and I wonder if you see any immediate application of this uh, feature, because from what I experience and what I see, it's mostly at home uh, experience. So maybe it's related to them trying to go into the business B2B side um, with um, uh, this kind of location services. But uh, yeah, I can guess maybe you can have a different experience if you are using your device at home or at your office. But um, or if you can play a game with people that are ge ge geographically around you. Um, but yeah, I, I wonder, maybe um, Seb, do you, do you have some uh, ideas yeah. about this? Yeah, the, uh, at first I was uh, thinking that it was something to be, uh, to do a shared space experience uh, more easily. But no, it's like you said, it's more GPS uh, location uh, information that you get. So it's not precise in terms of uh, position in space. It's more... Uh, one meter or 50 meter uh, precision depending on uh, if you are inside or outside uh, so i guess that exactly what you said there's something that where you can set up a different kind of experiences or environment where you are at home or at the office uh, working with the headset um, and they are talking about having like a uh, walk uh, uh, if you if you do some fitness for example uh, the, the, the fitness apps that launch at your fitness uh, location and something different uh, at your place that's the office seems uh, more likely to to be the one they, they should target uh, so Maybe that's a, an issue on communication around that. But uh, um, apart from that, uh, I'm really looking forward for them to deploy something that allows a uh, more easy way to do share space experiences. Uh, so at location, if someone else has yet set, you don't have to do any setup. Uh, quickly, you can join directly the mixed reality experience and experience something together. Uh, yeah, that's more something I'm looking for. Okay, cool. Um, what about you? What about you, Guillaume? About this uh, location services? Yeah, the the first use is uh, I guess the same that we've seen uh, with the other ones, uh, meaning that you can manage your different spaces and don't have well, you have a ready to go three uh, D scans everywhere you go uh, if it's kept in memory and the other application uh, i'm thinking right now is about uh, how about uh, a new version of pokemon go on the mixed reality headset uh, it could be nice uh, and uh, 
it needs a GPS location for you to to have this kind of uh, of application. So why not? But yeah, well, right here, I just seeing maybe another way of them to get some information about what you're doing with the headsets. We we know that uh, some information about your space are shared with Meta. So maybe at some point they are willing to see what people are doing with the headsets as well. So it's maybe more a tool for them than it is for us, but uh, we'll see what people and developers would do with this feature. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, good point. Um, okay, cool. And uh, that's it for me. Yeah, just uh, just found the, the video. Oh, yeah. So just let me show you that. Okay. So this is the procedure. seems to be very easy, but not sure about the quality after that. <laughs> seems yeah. too too quick for, for us to have a very detailed information about your face. Yeah, it's a, it's a very fast uh, scan. It's a promotional video, so uh, maybe they uh, shortcut it um, for marketing purposes. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, that's a very clever way to, uh, to do a scan. Just uh, use the the depth cameras and and be done with it and having a display makes it easy to uh, give instructions to the user so um seems to be as usual with apple uh ux is very good yeah, and, and it confirmed that the 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 screen won't simply display the, the eyes uh, it would be used for other uh, purposes as well yes mm -hmm. sorry uh no yeah you're you right and um i think they're only using it to display the the eyes of the user the the this part on the on the visor right on on the screen afterwards when you wear yeah. the headset so they don't need a, a full scan they will just need that this area to be no they are using it as well for the um, uh collaboration i don't know it's a it's a upgraded teams or zoom they want you to have the, your 3D face so that when you are uh, calling uh, somebody, is not easy seeing your fa your full face uh, because you're wearing the headset. So you need to have your persona mm. as your call. They are calling it. So there will you will be using this 3D scan of your face as a representation 
for your future uh, virtual call with uh, with your friends or colleagues. This is why it's very important to have a very detailed uh, scan because if it's uh, too too yeah too simple, people will say that you are completely in the uncanny valley and it won't it will be very uh, it, it won't be comfortable for for people to discuss with you. So there is a a huge uh, yeah work there for you to have something that uh, people are. Uh, willing to to discuss with <laughs> mm. <laughs> so they are it's but fun then, to see that they are on the realistic side and not on the avatar one but, but at one point you are not going on the back of your head or on the top of your no, head so uh, they extrapolate yeah. that and that they fill the, the gap uh, i don't know how it works really uh, maybe it's uh, some kind of uh, you know face swap algorithm when you are catching the face and putting it on a 3d mesh where, mm. yeah completely uh, standard uh, 3d mesh uh, i guess it would it could work that way but yeah about the hair and uh, your global yeah i don't know if you have some accessories or what uh, it won't catch that it will just catch your face and put it on the, on the I guess you, you will have to do some customization of the standard 3D uh, mesh where your, your face will be put on. So, yeah, not, not much information about this, but uh, uh, yeah, this is uh, the way they are, they are taking for, for us to, to have our virtual representation. So you mean maybe being able to choose your hairstyle directly on the afterwards? I don't know. I don't know at this point. Okay. Uh, one, one thing about these cameras, uh, so the, the one that are looking inside, um, I'm wondering is currently uh, if I want to make a purchase on, on, the, on my phone, it's using the face, uh, face ID. Uh, but I guess, uh, no, I, I don't guess it will not work uh, with the phone if you have a headset on. So I don't know if uh, they are thinking of also using the the inside cameras to do some kind of a face ID or ID I don't know um, how that would work for payment um, uh, so yeah just uh, throwing out the question here uh, I have no idea of the answer but uh, I would be curious to uh, to hear what Apple um, how Apple uh, thought of the uh UI. I may be wrong, but I I think they mentioned the fact that it would be your eyes, uh, because they were very specific about the fact that they won't share those information yeah. uh, about the Apple security and so on. So I guess the the, the answer is right right there, uh, meaning that yeah, they will be using your eyes for for these kind of uh, actions. Yeah, I think they talk about unlocking the device by just putting it and scanning your uh, your pupils. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Nice. Okay. So, <laughs> Seb, you're next. Yeah. So my topic was uh, about uh, a scan that I I had the chance to test at the Satis event in in France. Uh, which uh, it's this scan is uh, created by a German company. Uh, you step in, uh, there is a lot of uh, 
Canon EOS uh, um, uh, cameras that are set up uh, in this space and you take three seconds to, to stand in the middle, uh, take a picture and you end up with a very high quality model, very detailed one. So that, that the first Nice, dense move. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, the 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 setup. Uh, it's it's uh, quite interesting to see this kind of setup uh, while we are also talking about very minimal setups, uh, like what Move AI is doing, which is only for capture the movement, not for scanning the body, but uh, <clears throat> with Nerf or Gaussian splatting, which has more like on the uh, just do it with your phone kind of um, um, strategy, I would say. And this uh, on the opposite side with uh, so huge and costly structure, but I mean, the results are there. Uh, indeed, it's uh, it's very impressive, the quality and how um, you can apply a rig on it. Uh, so yeah, pretty impressive. Do you have any information about the price of the scan? Because I met some companies that have, uh, you know, the official rig with uh, several dozens of um, uh, cameras in it for you to do this kind of scan. And they told me that it was about 4K the scan per scan. So uh, they are showing um, some difficulties to have a business model around it. Uh, so do you know? What's Here the they're cost? selling, they, they are selling the device, so not mm -hmm. it's not a per scan uh, okay. uh, selling price. So you need if you buy it, you need to yeah to do the the work to 
yeah, see they, how they, much we can set it. Well, uh, they, they did that as well, but they have some licensing uh, stuff with their device, meaning that all the scans should be done by the company that sold the system. So I mm -hmm. don't know if they have this kind of business models as well, meaning that you are scanning people, you're sending the data, and, you're, and they're bringing back the 3D model uh, if you are paying, of course. Uh, maybe it's just a one-time selling product and so on, but I guess for the manufacturer of the system, it's a very interesting uh, business model to have your client sending you the data and being able to uh, bill each time. But for the user, it's uh, it's a real pain because mm. yeah, it's too expensive for them to to grow. So here for me, they are selling really the, the device and the mm -hmm. software that goes with it. Uh, there is a small adjustment uh, mainly on the feet uh, to separate the, the floor to the, to the feet. Uh, so there is toolkit for that. Uh, but they sell the computer that goes with the whole system. And on that computer, there is the tools to edit the, the model. So there is a bit of, of work. Again, there is some training around that, but then uh, there is no additional cost you, you pay for that, and, and that's it. And and same, they have a rental uh, option also, where you can rent the, the 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 system for I don't know how how many days actually. Uh, but uh, they they come, they set it up for you, and that's uh, the overall cost uh, for for the for the rental fee. Mm -hmm. Okay. Do you, uh, do, can you communicate the price of the system? They, they told me uh, 300,000 uh, okay. K euros, uh, 300,000 K euros, and uh, for the buying the whole system. Uh, mm -hmm. But then for rental, they are talking about 20 K. Per month, per year? Per... <laughs> That's where I'm missing some information. I don't know. I don't know how long it can last uh, if you if you pay that price. Mm -hmm. Okay, nice. That's the first one. The second one, uh, I was able to test this uh, haptic vest, which is very nice. Uh, so it's one that is using uh, a buffer basically in a, in a vest. But the way they did it, the vest is very Thank you. 
The bio itself, four that was uh, uh, announced yesterday, and 
the it's so in the, it's a new step in, in, in the, So you need the device. But 
complicated because there are two different PPD. There is the one in here. The real world through their mixed reality uh, 51 PPD. Um, it's yeah, it's a bold, <laughs> it's a bold claim for for. Yeah. Uh, maybe it will at some point uh, come back to to them with a not so uh, positive way, but um, uh, yes. So you mean you think they lower the quality of the yeah I think screen that... so that the pass through and the screen are the same yeah PPD? yeah this is something I'm thinking about uh, so that they are matching the two of them and of course if you are uh, those two have the same resolution you yeah you don't have the problem but the problem is. Uh, around your eye resolution because it's more than 60 it's uh so you you your 51 ppd is less than the eye resolution so uh it's very i guess you you have to try but i think this is the way they did it uh by uh lo lowering the whole resolution uh, for you to have this uh feeling of uh realism And yeah, what I wanted to mention also is the fact that they centered the, the cameras. Uh, so like we said, it seems to be a better way to do, to do things. Mm. So there is no distortion. Uh, at least I'm not mentioning it, but I, I guess we wait for to try it. Device is oriented towards at some point.
Basis, so you don't need uh, other setups. There is uh, inside out tracking uh, done by them. So we'll see how it goes also if they manage to match the or do something even better than the, the other headset. Um, as they have death, death sensor also, uh, so same. We we'll, we'll see uh, how good they are on, uh, on doing a background subtraction or uh, putting occlusion on your hands so your hands are on front of a 3D object. Mm -hmm. And I think that's it for me. Okay. So I guess there are some technical difficulties with the. Uh, yeah. Okay. Great. We are back. So uh, about my topic, uh, just let me change my screen. Uh, because we know the, the, the word metaverse is not uh, having so much traction now in uh, in the US or in Europe. However, in Asia, it's still a, a very high uh, word and work for them to 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 be um, working on. So uh, there was a great a big news about that was. Shared through the World Economic They have this 24-7 available virtual environment where people can communicate and do some. Um, we, we know that we are always talking about uh, applications that make sense for the people, for them to use their headsets. And I guess this is this kind of application where they will be able to 
access uh, services or uh, products that uh, uh, so that they don't have to to go outside or uh, go inside a, a specific location for them to have those services. So they they it will of course make them keep their VR headsets and use it on maybe not a daily basis, but uh, more often than they are using right now. Uh, there are still some questions about um, how they are managing uh, the number of users because we know that the global architecture is not when you are when we are doing the server client architecture, we can't do more than a hundred users at the same time. So I don't know how they did this. Uh, maybe they are also working on the uh, something like. Uh, web three or mesh architecture for them to be able to manage uh, this whole uh, population of user and make them uh, interact with with each other uh, with not like uh, an instance architecture when you just have a hundred people and uh, you have to meet in different. Um, rooms of server servers for 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 you to interact so what do you think about this uh, are you happy that the metaverse is not dead completely uh, but we know that for for us in america or in europe we will be talking about spatial computing because this is the new buzzword and i guess when you are uh, seeing what apple and meta are doing especially in apple with their uh, Apple Vision Pro had said they are clearly aiming at this uh, vision of the metaverse, but they are calling it the spatial computing now. I guess. <laughs> yeah. I think... <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> well, I totally agree uh, uh, with you on uh, what you said about uh, like finally, quote unquote, finally, uh, there is. Um, an experience that really looks like what the metaverse purpose was to uh, at, uh, at the beginning. Um, even if uh, we can think of VRChat, Fortnite, uh, Roblox, and this kind of um, uh, spaces as uh, metaverses as well. Uh, but it's interesting to see like uh, 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 more Latin, uh, like a social uh, experience related to a uh, country uh, and not to a commercial entity. Um, so I'm really curious to uh, to go there, to go in the metaverse and uh, see if uh, we can go there and experience it. That could be uh, that could be really uh, really interesting. Yeah, same for me. And I wonder if they. Did they talk about going so far as having the city hall represented and being able to meet, uh, do something that usually needs you to go there and then do something? Yeah, it's, it's in phase. Like that. It will be in phase two, uh, so it's in uh, the upcoming work and releases of the the metaverse. You will have this kind of uh, interaction possible. Nice. And, and for games and stuff like that, that's not the place. That's only for businesses, marketing. Yeah, businesses, and, social uh, events. And uh, yeah, it's a very uh, 
uh, how how can I, can I could say that? Yeah, it's a, a everyday life oriented application. So I understand I then the need to meet uh, some people, some sales or stuff like that. But what what is the point of seeing the other user in that use case if you don't uh, if you can't bring them to specific places to play a specific game or exchange or something? Their uh, their use case here on the phase one is for is I guess it's very orient, uh, student oriented. Because you have access to the the, the whole library, uh, so you can work there and you can meet with your fellow fellow students and uh, and professors. So uh, I guess in this first step, they are really willing for for the student to meet in VR or in the virtual world. And I guess the next step is for a more globally use uh, for for citizens. Okay. So yeah, they try to embrace the young generation to yep. mm. Okay. Any more thoughts about this? Okay, we're good. So it's a wrap up for today. We'll be seeing you next week for another episode.